God, it's a special day and we thank you for it. But as we come to your word now, we ask for two things. We ask for focus and for faith, please. Give us focus to be able to hear exactly what it is that you are saying to us in the Bible this morning. And give us faith, too, to trust it and to take it as your word to us and to take it into our lives and to live a little differently, even today, thanks to Jesus. And we ask it in his name, please. Amen. All right, here's how I'm going to do things today. Rather than a kids talk where the kids come to the front and then a completely separate adults talk, kids, just stay where you are. Wow, there are so many kids in this room. It's wonderful. I'll just try and figure out. If you're a kid, can you put your hand in the air just now so that I can see where you are? So you are not a kid, Andrew. Seriously, good. Um, good. Okay, that's, that's all right. Child at heart, all of that sort of stuff. Very good. Um, okay, let me tell you up front the one big thing that we're going to be looking at today and to see from the Bible this morning. It's very simple. Here it is. Christmas is about some very, very big news from our great God, but you don't have to be great and big. That's not what Christmas is about, to receive God's word. The great big news of Christmas has always been that great big Jesus loves even the littlest of his children. In fact, it's only when we know how big Jesus is and how little we are that we really get what Christmas is all about. Now, uh, in a moment, we're going to see that in the Bible uh, together. But before we get to the Christmassy, uh, Mary, uh, Jesusy bit, uh, I have an important question to ask you. Are you ready? Here's my question: Have you ever tried to do a thing that you were just too little to do? Let's have a think about this. Have you ever tried to do a thing that it turns out? you were just too little to do. Can you think of a thing like that? Maybe some hands up if you can think of one. You knew that you were getting bigger. Oh, you were getting bigger, all right. And you thought, oh, I am big enough for that. Oh, I am big enough for that. Maybe with a little stamp. Maybe with a little grump. Oh, I am big enough for that. Fancy that. Have you got any hands standing or thinking of anything? Okay, you're more grown up, so that's brilliant. Yeah, any kids? Yeah. Yes, I can't even see who it is. It's an L-care, but I can, the faces of steward. You know? Yeah. Can you tell me what it was? No? Alright. Have we got anyone else? No one. Okay, let me let me hone the question. Oh yeah. You forgot. Drive the car. That may plug into the next question I was going to ask, which was who has ever tried to do a thing, a big person thing, a grown-up thing, maybe even a thing that's only for adults? Like driving cars. Well, no, not, that's not only for adults, is it? The 17 year olds? Yeah, anyway. Um, but who's ever tried to do a big person thing, but you stuffed it because you're too little? Turns out that you're too, yeah, I see some hands there now, not just grown ups either. Uh, maybe it was using, have you ever tried to do this? Maybe it was using sharp knives in the kitchen, trying to cut a wobbly, wobbly carrot. <laughs> Okay, alright, visceral. Um, maybe it's Dad's hammer. Why do they have to be so heavy anyway? Right, you're holding the nail and your thumb's right there, but the nail's right there and then, oh! Maybe it was, uh, it was Mum's makeup. You've seen her do it a thousand times. Like, seriously, how hard could it be? You don't just close the door of the bathroom. Nothing to see here, Mum. You're in there and you're using all of the things and they're going on just not so great, actually. Maybe it was that. Uh, can anyone think of an example, actually example you're willing to share? Any hands up? Something that you've done which is just genuinely just didn't go so well. Yeah, Jimmy? Um, yes. 
learn to drive. Yeah. You could speak to the Bootman family about that. Yeah. Uh, any others? Any others? Things that it's just, it's, just, it's hard. Yeah. Figure skating. How hard can it be? Seriously, that would look so graceful. <laughs> yes. Let me tell you about one example from, from my life. From my um, So my whole family, when I was young, uh, maybe uh, 10 years old or something like that, I was going to Mark's house. My friend Mark. And my, our whole family was going there for lunch. Me, my mum, my dad, uh, all of my, all my three sisters, um, uh, all piled in the car. And my mum and Mark's mum had made lunch, right? They decided who does what. And my mum is bringing dessert. Oh, it looks so good. And it was, it was this chocolatey, creamy kind of wonderful mess in this pot. And I got to nurse it in the car. It was brilliant. And I was, sort of, I was very keen to eat it. But there was just one problem. I, the big boy that I was, I had been nursing it in the car all the way there, doing a spectacular job of that, by the way. And I knew I was big enough. I knew I was big enough to carry it from the car, out of the car, up the street, round a rather steep little bit onto their driveway, up to their front door, up the steps inside their house, the carpeted steps, the white carpeted steps, <laughs> all the way to the kitchen, through the kitchen, onto the bench. I knew I was big enough. I remember three things. I remember mum gently urging me that she should be the one to carry it. No, I was big enough. I remember it smashing all over the footpath, actually, which when I think of those white steps may have been a mercy when I think about it. There was, but there was no saving, no saving it, folks. That dessert was, it was gone um, and smashed. The third thing I remember, I remember the dish that it was in, which was one of mum's favourites, actually. And she still, and I knew it at the time, and she still has the rest of the set, except that one. <laughs> because I thought I was big enough. Can we take a look at the Bible together? Now, what did we say? We said the great big news of Christmas has always been that the great big Jesus loves even the littlest, even the littlest of his children. In fact, it's only when we know how big Jesus is and how little we are that we really get what Christmas is all about. Okay, so let's pick it up together from verse 39 of Luke chapter 1. Ooh, thank you very much, whoever's controlling that. Um, this is Luke's story of Jesus' life, and we're right near the start of it. Uh, he's conceived, he's not even born yet, and we've got Mary, and we know that Mary's going to have a baby. Wait a second. Who is Mary's baby going to be? Who, who's Mary's? Jesus. Here's a trickier question. We've also got Elizabeth, and we know she's going to have a baby. Who's Elizabeth's baby going to be? Yeah. John. Yeah, John the Baptist. There's actually quite a few Johns, aren't there? John the Baptist, yeah. Um, uh, okay, so let's read along together. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favoured that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. 
Blessed is she who has believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. Okay, so that's mostly Elizabeth talking. Now, what's she saying? Uh, she's saying, Wacko and Mary, you are going to have a baby, and he's going to be my Lord, my King, because that's who Jesus is going to be, right? Everyone's King. He's the super big, important one here. That's what Elizabeth is saying. And how awesome it is, Mary, that you've come to visit me, before me, right? That's what Elizabeth is saying. Now, this next bit's very important because look at what Mary says. Does Mary say, huh, yes, I guess you are pretty lucky that I chose to come and visit you today. I guess you are pretty lucky that big me, big Mary, uh, had important me. I guess I am pretty big and important after all. I'm Jesus' mum, the glorious mother of our saviour. I guess I'm doing a pretty big deal by visiting you here in the hill country of Judea, Elizabeth. Is that what Mary says? Big and proud and arrogant and full of herself. Let's have a look. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my saviour, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. What's that? What's that word humble mean? What does that mean? Um, humble means, humble means, God, I'm so little, and I know I'm so little, and I'm just a servant. I'm only small. You, God, you're the big one. You're the saving one. You're the one who does all the saving, and it's, it's not like I've done basically anything. Okay, so uh, let's get reading from now on. All generations, uh, verse, I'll through verse 48. Uh, ah, just a bit missing there. Don't worry about it. Um, let's go from verse 49. Uh, for the mighty one, that's you, God, has done great things for me. Holy is his name. So get this. Even Mary, the Mary in the Bible, whose name we all know, famous Mary, the mum of Jesus, even Mary wanted everyone to know that Christmas is not about Mary. It's not about me. I'm not the special one. Here's what Christmas is about. It's about the mighty God. The big and mighty God who came to do great things even for little people, especially for little people like me. Uh, let's just finish that reading from verse, uh, yeah, verse 49. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He's performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He's brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. There's that word again, the little people. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has set the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, even as he said to our fathers. The great news of Christmas is that our great big God sent his great son, the Lord Jesus, to save not so great, in fact, very little, us. So let me give you two ways to live for Jesus today. Uh, then we're going to pray. Uh, number one, and, and actually after that, I've got a few words of the grown-ups as well. Uh, two things for us, then we're going to pray. Number one, we can show that we are Christmas people, uh, like real Christmas people, Bible Christmas people like this, uh, like Mary kind of Christmas people, when we show that we are content to be little, we don't have to be the biggest or the loudest, or so that everyone sees us, sees me, I wonder if we could do that today. We show that we love our big God, sometimes by letting him, well, all the time by letting him be big, and sometimes by letting us be little. 
us be small. Maybe not pushing to the front and pushing first. Maybe not grumping if we think we're bigger and we're not getting treated like we're bigger. Grumping if we miss out. And that goes for you grown-ups too. Um, but number two, and this is very important for when we do feel very small and do feel really little, like maybe so small that people aren't noticing us, maybe so small that maybe even God couldn't see us or doesn't want us or doesn't like us. You ever want to worry about that? You see, feel so little. People make you feel so small sometimes. Um, maybe when I don't really like my presence this year, and he got better presence than me. And I feel really crummy about it. Maybe they don't love me that much. Maybe they don't love me as much as they love me. Uh, and I feel terrible about that. Like maybe I'm not as special as certain other people in my family. Well, that's when we've got to remember Jesus. Because what did Mary say? Mary said, He is in God. He has brought down rulers from their throne, but has lifted up the humble. I want you to know this Christmas that no matter how small or how silly or how little or alone or annoying, annoyed or upset or embarrassed or how nothing you might feel, the great big news of Christmas is that our great big Jesus loves even the littlest of his people, even you. Can we pray together? Dear God, thank you that at Christmas time you sent Jesus for the little ones of this world. And God, we're sorry for the times that we make out that we are the biggest deal that there is. Please forgive us for that. Especially today, dear Father, please help us to make a bigger deal of Jesus than we do of ourselves. God, please help us to show our love for Jesus in things like paying attention to you when we pray at the dinner table or being kind to maybe cousins or neighbours who might be feeling a, a bit little or a bit left out. Just like you've shown kindness to little us, help us to show kindness to those others in our lives. God, help us to live our little lives for you on this big Christmas, and we ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. Right, I've got a few more words for the grown-ups, so I'm going to stand up here if that's all right. We can have the next slide. Um, thanks. Um, uh, just really to extend that, uh, it, 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 many of you kids will be able to listen along with much of this anyway. Um, Grace, can we chew over this for a moment? This morning, we, we look at a woman who came from obscurity, uh, who came from nowhere, who was an absolute um, nobody, and when her moment came, even then, she was content to remain a nobody because her eyes were filled with her wonderful God and with her saving Jesus. And I guess I'd like us to take stock for ourselves, are we, are you and I, at a place in our lives where we can look at the Christmas message of Jesus coming to the world with a genuine sense of wonder at God, at who he is, at what he's done, that God would stoop into the world to take hold of little me, even you. Has the Christmas story humbled us in quite those terms? Or do we still get so caught up in ourselves? Has it shown us our God and shown us ourselves in quite that light? Um, Jim Packer, uh, the uh, Christian theologian, he had this wonderful little test for us. And he used a slightly different um, language, but I think we can hear the same point being made. He asks the question, well, what will it look like if Christians really start living like Christmas is real. And he says this, 
He says, we talk glibly of the Christmas spirit. Rarely meaning more by this than sentimental jollity on, on a familial basis. But, he says, but it, it's clear that the phrase should in fact carry a tremendous weight of meaning. The Christmas spirit. It ought to mean the reproducing in human lives of the temper of him who for our sakes became poor at the first Christmas. Right? There's that humble little idea, right? And the Christmas spirit itself ought to be the mark of every Christian all year round. He says the Christmas spirit does not shine out in the Christian snob. The Christmas spirit does not shine out in the Christian snob. For the Christmas spirit is the spirit of those who, like their master, live their whole lives on the principle of making themselves poor and spending and being spent to enrich fellow humans, giving time, trouble, care and concern to do good to others, and not just their own friends, in whatever way their sins need. To close, um, let's just cast our minds back to those opening words from Mary, and specifically to see who was big in her eyes. Who was big in her eyes and who was small in her estimation. In verse 46 we read, And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Saviour, that he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. This Christmas, may it be our comfort and our joy, brothers and sisters, that a nobody young woman from a nowhere town may it be our comfort and joy to know that Christmas speaks to us of a God who would come to the likes of Mary who would have a care for the likes of Mary, who'd be at work in the lives of even the littlest ones. Dare I say, may God pull us back down to size this Christmas. That would be for our good. May we take stock of ourselves and be content to come down a run or two, um, perhaps where we need it, in our private lives and our devotional lives. Maybe even in our church life or our family life. May God pull us back down to size this year, to our true size, that we might see His grandeur his wonder. Because if God was pleased back then to use the words of a humble nobody to point the entire world to Jesus, perhaps he'd be content to use us too to point our friends to Jesus and our family. To point everyone to the splendorous Lord Jesus. And may it be all to his glory when he does. Let's pray for Our Father God in heaven, um, it's almost troubling really to reflect on how you know, we read the Christmas story on how precarious, how vulnerable your great saving plans for this world really were in Christ, humanly speaking. Because they look humanly so frail. There's a noble girl, there's an elderly woman, there's a baby in a manger, there's a bunch of shepherds, there's a hostile king and an ambivalent emperor at the time. But Father, that was your way. And what a way it was. But right there, we know we will never be so liberal or so lousy that you'd never have anything to do with us. Christmas reminds us, you know what we're like, and you've come to live this up. Oh God, may Christ be our boast this year, this Christmas. And I boldly pray now, Father, for those amongst us who perhaps this last year haven't made so much of Jesus. Uh, maybe we, we haven't... Uh, 
had ourselves and God in the right proportion. God, would you please work in them, work in us, that the year ahead may prove a different one, spiritually speaking. And God, for all of us, would you please do that, that very same work, take apart our inner attitude that's forever trying to make more of ourselves and less of you, more of our own self-importance, and God, replace it with adoration of Jesus, please. Replace it with a patient waiting that knows how to be lowly in this life. Replace it, please, with an assurance that you've lifted us up, and you are lifting us up, and you will lift us up in the return of Christ and forevermore. May Christ be our comfort, may, may He be our joy this Christmas. In Christ's name we ask it. Amen.